podcast for the 2023 to 24 season. I am John DeJuice, and today I will be going over my NBA power rankings through about six to eight games for each team here. Starting off, we have the Nuggets in the one spot. They are seven and one, with their only loss being to the Timberwolves by 21. Um, obviously, that was sort of a tough loss for them. They started getting blown out early, and they they sort of just took their guys out. Um, their notable wins this year, they they won by 12 against the Lakers. Um, tough game, really fought it out. Um, Jokic was sort of babying AD that whole game. It was sort of a a, a Jokic masterclass there. Then they their other notable wins were by 33 against the Thunder, and by 11 against the Mavs. I mean they. In all seven of their wins, it sort of seems like they just have the best team in the world, which is led by the best player in the world. Um, they're a pretty clear one for me, and if, if anyone has them otherwise, I, I don't really understand that. Um, defending champs, dominant this season so far, they're number one. At number two, we have the Celtics. Um, to start the season off, I had the Bucks at the two, to be honest. Um, and the Celtics, with what they've shown, what Kristaps Porzingis has been doing, what Drew Holiday's been doing for them, um, Derek White has taken another little leap up, sort of replicating what he was doing in the playoffs. And he's, he's a great six-man for them. Their only loss this year is also to the Timberwolves, which is sort of weird that both the top teams have lost to the Timberwolves. Um, they only lost by five, though. It was a tough-fought game. Their two notable wins this year for me are their win against the Knicks and their win against the Heat. Those seem to be the, the, the two better of the teams that they've, they've beaten this year. They don't have the Lakers or the Thunder or the Mavs like the, the Nuggets do. They, the Knicks and the Heat are, are the two best teams they've beaten this year, in my opinion. Moving on to the three, I have the Bucks, who are 4-2 and two right now, with the losses being to the Raptors and the Hawks by both more than 15 points. Um, sort of tough losses for them, and neither of those teams are that great or seem to be that great this year. But they do have some, some notable wins this year, too. Um, they beat the 76ers by one. It was a, a very tough game. Uh, Giannis always doing his thing. Dame doing his thing. Um, it's clear that they're going to they're gonna be the two players that lead this team either to a first-round exit or beyond. I mean, they'll, they're going to have... It'll come down to what Dame and Giannis are able to do in the playoffs there. And I think both of them can rise up in the playoffs or can both fall. Um, and then they also beat the Heat by eight and the Knicks by five, which is sort of around what the, the Celtics did with those teams. Um, this two and three spot can really go either way with the Celtics and the Bucks. Um, however, the Bucks have more losses so far, so I decided to knock them down to third. In the fourth spot, I have the Suns, who are currently sitting at three and four. Um, I'm doing my power ranking sort of off of um, like how well I would think they do in the playoffs. And, you know, for the lower teams where they'll sort of end up at the end of the season. The, the Suns' losses this year are to the Lakers, the 76ers, and the Spurs twice. Um, they lost by one and by 11 to the Spurs. They should have won the game where they lost by one. Um, sort of a, a disaster class from KD to end that game. And then the losses by 11 to the Spurs sort of just, they, they fell off in that one and they couldn't get it done. They lost to the 76ers by 12. That was... I mean, Embiid does his thing. Maxi has a good game. Not much you can do there. And they lost to the Lakers by five. Um, LeBron and AD is, is, is going to be a tough team to beat all year. Um, at the five spot, I have the Warriors, who are sitting at six and two. Um, 
before the season, I, I had the Lakers at the five spot. I thought they would have a better shot at the title. I didn't know how Chris Paul was going to work with the Warriors. But what Chris Paul has been doing with the Warriors has been nothing short of, of greatness. I mean, I'm a Chris Paul fan myself, so, you know, you could say I'm biased in this. But Chris Paul has he's finished with a positive plus minus in um, seven of their eight games so far. And being that extra facilitator, the facilita- facilitator off the bench, letting Steph Curry get even more work off the ball. With with Steph, Draymond, and Chris Paul in the game, they they have three players that can facilitate, and Chris Paul is among the best in the league at facilitating. They've done very well. Their two losses this year are by four to the Suns and by 11 to the Cavs. Obviously, you don't want to lose those games, especially the four-point game to the Suns. Sort of a tough ending. They, they took the loss there. Um, and to the Cavs. The, the Cavs, I think, are a very good team this year. Um, you'll see where I put them. But their, their two notable wins for me this year were the win over OKC with Steph Curry's buzzer beater and a 28-point win over the Pelicans where they sort of just blew them out. Um, the Warriors sit at my five. And then at the six is where I do have the Lakers. Um, they started the season at five for me. I've moved them down to six because they are sitting right now at three and four. I think they're at the 10 or 11 seed in the West. It's, it's been a sort of tough start to the season this year. Losses to the Nuggets, Kings, Magic, and Heat. Um, Nuggets and Heat are sort of games where they, they're not expected to lose, but it's like it's okay if they lose sort of because those are, those are good teams. The losses to the Kings and the Magic sort of surprise me. The Kings don't seem like they're up where they were last year. Um, Sabonis is sort of playing how he did in the playoffs. Uh, Not great. And Fox is, I mean, Fox is a great player, but losing to the Kings is sort of tough. And then a 19 point to the Magic sort of of confuses me. Um, The Magic are not a good team this year. Uh, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. They are like four and three, I think, but they're... They're too young to be, to be beating the Lakers, I think. Um, however, two of the three wins for the Lakers are against the Suns and the Clippers, both contender teams, I would say. They beat the Clippers by five in a studded overtime, overtime game, but um, Clippers were on the, the second game of a back-to-back, sort of a tough loss for the tough game for the Clippers to play. Um, Lakers got it done, though, eventually. And they beat the Suns by five. Um, it was no, it was a no Booker, no Beal game. So you, it's really hard to weigh where they, they stand against where the the Suns at their full potential stand. But they were able to get it done. At the seven, I have the 76ers, who are sitting at five and one. But I'd say they only have two notable games. It was the the loss by one to the Bucks, which is another title contender team. That's their only loss this year is to the Bucks, but they only have one quality win over a top 15-ish team this year, and it's their win by 12 over the Suns. Um, but Maxi has has made another leap for them. Losing Harden seemed like it was going to be really tough for them to, to, to overcome, but Maxi has made that leap into that that playmaker, starting point guard, scorer role that, that Harden left when he left the team. Um, and Embiid is playing as good as ever. I mean, he just dropped a 48-point game. He's, he's sort of repeating where he was in his, his MVP season last year. This year, I don't think he'll win MVP. I think that 
people feel as if he was given his MVP out of pity, which is totally not true in my opinion. He fully deserved his MVP. But people feel as if he he didn't really deserve it, which he did. But they this year, he's not going to repeat that. Um, at my eighth, I have the Clippers, who are sitting at 3-3. Three and three. Um, It hasn't been a great start to the season this year, and they don't really have any notable wins for them. Um, their wins have all been against bottom 15 teams, um, but their losses, they lost by two to the Jazz. That's their big loss that was to a, a bottom team in this league. They shouldn't have lost that game. They had all their starters for that game, and they just couldn't get it done. As simple as that. Then they, they lost by, the five, by five to the Lakers in overtime. Again, it was, a, it was on the night of a back-to-back. I think it was their fifth game in seven or eight days. So it's sort of expected when you have Kawhi Leonard playing 74 minutes in, within a 24-hour span that they're not going to have fresh legs, especially going into an overtime. Kawhi definitely missed a few, a few clutch shots in, in overtime that he normally makes because he's not tired like that. Um, and then Paul George, Norman Powell both fell out of that game. Uh, they're just tired. It's a, it's, it, was, it was a tired stretch for the Clippers. They've got a good rest now. They're going to be they're going to be back starting, starting now. And they got Harden, who's who's a great facilitator. Harden and Westbrook, I think, can work. We saw it work with them when they were on the Rockets together, and we can see it work again with the Clippers. You can take some ball handling off of either one of them. Paul George can also ball handle. Kawhi can also ball handle. They've got a bunch of ball handlers that can score on and off the ball as well. They're going to be good this year. Here I have the Mavs at 9. For me, they started off at the 15 because I didn't know how Lively was going to show up. I didn't know how their interior defense was going to do. I don't think Powell is a great great defender at all. He's probably below average at defending. But Lively has made sort of a step up for them. However, all six of their losses have been to bottom 15 teams in this league. They, they haven't played anyone notable except for the Nuggets, and they lost to the Nuggets by 11. Um, they're sitting 6-1. It's reasonable. They have Luka Doncic, who's an MVP caliber player. Top 10 is a good spot for them, and I, I don't really see them higher than 9, though. Uh, at the 10, I have the Nuggets, who are currently 4-3, and three, but all three of their losses have come to, to top 15-ish teams in this league. They lost by 33 to the Nuggets, complete blowout. Really tough, tough for them to handle that. Tough for them to handle Jokic. I don't see them being able to handle Jokic in the playoffs. Um, they won't. They're they're the first team that's out of that possible tighter title contender um, tier for me. Then they they had a four point loss to the Pelicans. Um, tough one. Zion's tough to handle. Chet, however, has been playing fantastic on defense. Shea looks just as good as good as he was last year. Jalen Williams has made another leap. Um, they're going to be another good team this year. They lost by two buzzer beater to the Warriors. Not much you can do when Steph Curry's on like that. But they do have a notable win this year for me. Out of their four wins, they beat the Cavs. Um, the other wins, not super great for me, but, but the three-point win to the Cavs seems showed a lot, of, a lot of promise for them. Um, then at 11th, I have the Cavs, who are sitting at three and four. Um... But two of their losses are, are both to the Pacers. I think the Pacers sort of just had their number so far with these, with these first few games. So the two losses to the Pacers, even though the Pacers are sort of a bottom, bottom 10 team probably, um, 
It doesn't really scare me that much that they've lost to the Pacers twice. They're two notable wins for me. Um, they beat the Warriors by 11, which seemed super, super great win. Darius Garland's playing well. Donovan Mitchell's playing well. Mobley seems like he's another taking another step defensively. He's going to be a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Um, they're playing really well. And then they beat the Knicks by six. Um, just a great win for them. Um, even though Randall sort of has had a um, big stinker this year, um, Brunson's playing well. So the win versus six moves me a little bit. I have them in my 11th spot. And then at 12, I have the Timberwolves who are sitting at four and two. And to me, they could even be higher because they have some of the best notable wins this year. And their two losses are against top 10 teams in this league. So they beat the Heat by 16. Great win against the Heat. Um, then they beat the Nuggets by 21 and the Celtics by five. They have probably the best resume out of any, any team with two losses or more. Um, the Nuggets and the Celtics wins are really good. The, the Go Bear and um, Towns seems to be working really well for them. Um, that experiment last year, they didn't have very minutes uh, recorded with the, both of them on the floor. This year, they, they're starting both of them. They're both playing well. And Anthony Edwards has taken another lead for them. So it'll be great to see what Anthony Edwards can continue to do and what, how the, the Towns and Gobert um, teamwork works for them. Then at 13, I have the Heat, who are sitting with a losing record, actually, at 3-4. and four. But I never want to count the Heat out because Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler somehow find a way every single year to, to make a run in the playoffs and get to the playoffs. Um, currently, they're sitting at the 10 spot or 11 spot. Um, they're gonna, they could be a playing team again. Who knows? Last year, they were the playing team. They even lost the first playing game. Um, ended up as the eight seed entering the playoffs and made the finals. Who knows? They lost a bunch of role players this offseason. Eric's supposed to find a way. I'm confident in them. I'm confident in Jimmy Butler. They'll find a way. I have them at 13. The next team... At the 14th spot, I have the Pelicans sitting at four and three, and all of their losses don't bother me. Um, they do have two wins that, that move me for them a little bit. I didn't think they would be a top 15 team entering the season, but Zion has played well, Ingram's played well. They've, they've been good to start the season. Um, Zion being back takes pressure off of CJ McCollum to be a ball handler, which is something I don't think he's very good at. CJ McCollum, to me, is a two-guard, and they were playing him like a one-guard all of last year when Zion was out, and it didn't really work for them. This year, Zion can sort of play the point-forward position like he does. Um, their win against OKC by four was a great win. Um, they beat Chet in the paint, and they were, they were able to get it done there. Um, and then they beat the Knicks by nine, which was also a great win. Um, speaking of the Knicks, I have the Knicks at 15. Um, they're three and four. But none of their losses are, are very notable losses to me. I don't think their four losses should bother you. Um, they're going to be a playoff team uh, again this year. They, they beat the Clippers by 14 and the Cavs by 18 this year, although they did end up losing to the Cavs by six also. Um, however, those two wins really do, did have an impact on me. We saw um, Brunson be able to go for... Uh, 40-something points, I'm pretty sure. He's taken another another step this year. Um, since leaving the maps, he's sort of taken a step at uh, both years. And he he's their star player this year with Randall. I mean, playing how he is, it's it's 
it's sad to see Randall play like this. But sitting at three and four with four losses to pretty good teams um, doesn't feel like a total loss for them. Um, once Randall sort of comes back to the the mean, his return to the mean will be all right, and he'll he'll get back to forty eight percent and you know thirty from three or whatever he does, and they'll they'll be a playoff team again this year. Um, at sixteen, I have the Grizzlies. Who are currently one in six, which looks really bad for them on paper. Um, Tyus Jones was probably their biggest loss over the offseason. He's he's a great facilitator, and he's the reason for me why the Grizzlies had a good record without Jaw last year. Um, also notably, Steven Adams out for the year. That's that's a huge loss for them. But sitting at one in six currently, it's not too bad. They do have three bad losses which was to the Wizards and the Jazz and the Blazers, who are all bottom 10 teams in the league. They shouldn't have lost those games. Jaron Jackson Jr. has not done a great job of being an offensive player. Desmond Bain hasn't been great so far. But if they can keep, you know, it'll, it'll probably be a losing record before Jaw gets back. But if they can keep sort of steady, maybe a 10th in the West once Jaw gets back, they'll be another playoff team and they can make a run in the playoffs with Jaw once he's back. But I can't have them above 16 right now, sitting at 1-6. and six. It hasn't looked good. At 17, I have the Kings, who are sitting at 2-4. and four, But they're another team that I feel like is better than what their record says. Um, two of their losses are by 19 and by 25 to the Rockets, who were not expected to win either of those games. They shouldn't have won either of those games. The Kings just had awful nights, I guess. And they lost in blowouts to the Rockets. Um, Fox and Sabonis will end up getting it figured out. Sabonis has not been great to start the season, but they'll they'll figure it out. Malik Monk will will, will score more than he has so far, and and they'll they'll be better than a, what a two and four team looks like right now. Um, the bright spot that I see for them right now is that they did win by five against the Lakers. Um, the Lakers are going to be a tough team to to face if both LeBron and AD are healthy, and they were able to beat him. So I, I do have lots of upside for this team, but right now I have them sitting at 17. And at 18, I have the Hawks, who are 4-3 and three with Trey Young looking horrible. Trey Young has had one of the worst starts of the season I've seen from an all-star, all-NBA caliber player. Um, and they're sitting at 4-3. and three. It's, it's, They have a lot of upside from a team that, that star player has not played well. Um, their rookie, Jalen Johnson, looks incredible to start the season. I really like what he's done. Capella looks really good. Um, but Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are, are very dark spots for them right now. And I think both of them will end up um, having decent seasons. Um, but right now, it, it hasn't been good for them. They, they do have two pretty notable wins. They beat the Bucks by 17 and the Timberwolves by 14. Um, and then they have a notable loss as well. They lost the six by the Hornets, which is a game that they shouldn't be losing. The Hornets are one of the bottom teams of this league. They, that's a game they need to win. Um, they should be sitting at five and two right now, to be honest. Um, but with Trey Young and DeJounte Murray playing like crap and them being this high, it's, there's lots of upside for this team. Then at 19, I have the Raptors, who are three and four. Um, Lots of upside for this team as well. They beat the Bucks and they beat the T-Wolves. 
They they look great in both of those games. They were able to shut down star players to to a good a good amount. Um, they they always seem to play well against Giannis. They box him in. They they make him pass the ball. And this year he doesn't have the same players that he did on the perimeter. Um, and then they also beat the T Wolves by three. Um, it was a pretty good game for them. And then they somehow seem to blow it on nights where they should be winning. Um, Lost by eight to the Blazers and lost by one to the Bulls. Um, I could see them at five and two right now. I could see them at one and four. I mean, it could go either way for this team. And and um, honestly, if it continues going in this direction, three and four, sort of a lower playoff team, I could see them blowing it up. Um, trading Siakam, trading an OB, um, you know, getting rid of those players um, in order to start a rebuild for them. Because right now they're sort of looking like a treadmill team where they just have the same record every year, a low playoff seed, don't get a great pick, and they they just sort of sit at a 19 area though for the next who knows. Um, anyway, at number 20 I have the Spurs who are sitting at three and four. Also, um, they got blown out by the Pacers, sort of a, a mind-boggling blowout to me. I wouldn't expect the Pacers to be able to blow out a team like the Spurs, even though the Spurs. I have them listed as like a bottom 11 team in this league. Um, I would not expect the Pacers to be able to blow them out like that. However, they were able to beat the Suns twice. So they, they have the potential to beat these great teams, but Wemby seems a little bit inconsistent so far, inconsistent this, so far this year. Um, obviously, his, his bright moments are super, super bright. Um, and then he does have down moments and, and down games even where he... He doesn't perform. First game of the season, he, he got five fouls really quickly. Um, seems to be a little bit of a problem. He can, he can get into foul trouble a little bit. I could see teams attacking him until he does get into that foul trouble. But obviously, he's also a great defender, so attacking him might not be the answer. Who knows? Um, he's sort of a freak. He's an alien, and he's, he's going to be their identity this year is how Wemby plays, and that's how the Spurs season is going to go is depending on how Wemby plays. Um, at the Magic, at the... 21, sorry. I have the Magic, who are sitting at 4-3. and three. Um, They're three losses that are pretty good teams. Um, their win, their wins, three of them are against not great teams. So, you know, they're 3-3 they're three and three when they should be 3-3. Three and three. And then they have a win against the Lakers in a game that they, they won by 19. Um, they also ended up losing to the Lakers also by 3 um, at a different time of the season. So... You know they they're about where they're supposed to be at four and three right now, and I don't think it'll it'll hold for long. They're a very young team. It's hard to see see teams that young be able to succeed. Um, I could see them as high as an eight seed to make the playoffs. Um, that'll be a playing team probably. They they could miss the playoffs. Who knows? They're they're really young. They're inexperienced. They don't have a lot of time playing together. But I would like to see them make a, a push for the playoffs because. Uh, playoff experience is really good for, for young teams and for young guys. Um, the Thunder are going to do the same thing this year, pushing for the playoffs to get their guys' experience. And, and I'd love to see that happen with the Magic. And then at the 22 spot, I have the Pacers, who are sitting at 4-3. and three. Um, they, beat the, they were able to beat the Cavs this year. Other than that, I, none of their wins really stood out to me. But a win over the Cavs was, was really good to them. They also beat the Spurs by 41. But that... That's a game they, 
It should be closer, obviously, than a 41-point victory. But I, it's a game I could see going either way, so it's not super notable to me. Um, the win by the Cavs, though, is a, is a win I wouldn't expect from them, and they were able to get it done. They do have losses against two losses against bottom 10 teams also, um, being the, the Bulls and the Hornets. Um, I like what I'm seeing from Halliburton so far this year. Turner's been pretty good. I could also see them making a run for the playoffs. But I think it's it's better for the Pacers to be bad this year and, and get a good pick and sort of continue the rebuild built around Halliburton. I could see them trading away Turner at the trade deadline if their record doesn't look great. Um, and so we'll see, we'll see how the season goes for them. The trade deadline could be big for them. Who knows? Um, then at 23, I have the Bulls sitting at 3-5. and five. Um, But their three wins aren't over good teams. And their losses aren't, aren't great either. They lost to the Nets this year, which I have listed as their, their notable loss for the year. Sort of tells me how their season is going to go. Um, a loss to the Nets, who aren't a great team, seems bad for them. I expect the, blow, the Bulls to blow it up at the trade deadline. Get DeRozan out of there for whatever you can. Get Levine for a haul. Trade Vucevic. Um, Caruso seems to be like he'll be a, a hot commodity come trade deadline. You know, any, any, any contending team would want a guy like Caruso. Um, then at 24, I have the Nets. Cam Thomas has been on a heater. He's one of the best scorers I've ever seen. I mean, he's, he could average 30 points a game this year. He could be one of the few people in NBA history to average 30. I mean, he's, he's gifted, to say the least. However, that team is not a great team. Um, and him defensively is not great. Um, Mikal, Cam Johnson could potentially make up on the defensive end. Um, they could end up winning some, some good games. They haven't really lost any games that they weren't supposed to lose. They, but they beat the Heat this year, too, um, showing lots of promise. Uh, the Heat have not looked great to start the year, but a win over the Heat still means something. Um, and the Nets, the Nets show promise. Uh, Claxton will be back for them soon. And he'll, he'll add another layer to the defense and as a lob threat that they, they need. But for now, I have them at 24. I don't expect them to really make the playoffs this year. Um, and then at 25, I have the Rockets, who are sitting at 3-3, three and three, but their wins are, are over people that they should be competing with. And they have three losses, and one of those was a 30-point loss to the Magic. Um, they're another young team, just like the Magic. They should be pushing what they can, but at the same time, they are probably going to get another good draft pick. So, you know, play your guys, get them experience, but don't really expect to make the playoffs. Um, a thing I would like to see from them is Cam Whitmore getting more minutes. Um, I haven't seen that so far this year to, to a great extent. I think he's a, he's a great young talent, but maybe mentality is a thing that's a problem with him. I've seen that around, so... We'll see how it goes with them. Amon Thompson, also give him more minutes. He's looked great uh, in his minutes. He, he plays well defensively. He's shooting the ball all right. Um, great facilitator. And then Jalen Green is the superstar that they should be building around right now. He's a gifted scorer. He's a gifted player. Um, I think he's, he's a guy that in a few years could be leading the league in scoring, potentially. Um, but anyway, the... The Rockets, they, they have Dylan Brooks, one of my favorite players. I love Dylan Brooks. They have Fred Van Vliet, 
it seems as if they didn't want to tank. They sort of wanted to get, they want to get to the playoffs, build their guys' playoff experience, but I don't think it happens for them this year. Um, I could see them dishing Dylan Brooks and Van Vliet at the trade deadline if, if they don't look like they're going to have a spot in the playoffs to get their guys' experience. Right now they're sitting at 3-3, three and three, which is around where they'll have to be to get a playoff spot. Um, the West is really tough, so we'll see where they end up landing. I expect them to be like a 25-30 win team this year. They're not going to be that great. Then at 26, I have the Pistons, and I love what I've seen from the Pistons so far this year, from Jalen Duran, from Isaiah Stewart. Cade Cunningham has looked incredible. I know his shooting, his shooting numbers aren't exactly there, but he's expected to be a volume scorer on a bottom, bottom team in the league. Um, he's going to get a lot of attention, and his, his numbers offensively in terms of shooting splits aren't going to be great. Um, and then Jaden Ivey has played well. Also, Thompson, um, although his, shoot, his shooting is, has sort of struggled this year, I know he had a game where he had four air balls or something like that. It wasn't great. Um, but defensively, he looks to be one of the better perimeter defenders in the league from the jump. Um, and they, they have a lot of upside, but right now they're two and six. Um, you know, I, I'd expect them to be maybe three and five. They, they lost to the Blazers, which is a game that they should have had a chance to win and they lost by nine. Um, it wasn't a great win for them. Then at number 27, I do have the Blazers, who are three and four, um, and they beat the Pistons this year, but I have them lower because I, I don't see the potential to go anywhere this year. They did pay Jeremy Grant. They brought in Robert Williams. They brought in uh, Brogdon. Um, they obviously have Simons and Sharp, um, but they don't look they don't look how you'd want them to look. They have four losses in games that I mean have been sorta of close. They they also lost to the Magic though, which is a game that, that you know, they they have a potential to win and they don't. Um, their three losses are all games that they they should be in and they should have a chance to win and they've won three, they've lost four but they don't look like a team that has that much promise for this year. Um, at 28, I have the Jazz. They're 2-6. and six. I mean, losses to the Magic and the Bulls. They're losing to bad teams. Um, they only beat the Clippers. That's the only good team they beat this year. It was by two in a really off night for the Clippers shooting. Um, they're going to be another bad team this year. They're going to be a tanking team. They're looking to get a first, uh, uh, you know, the first pick in the draft. They're they're one of those bottom teams this year that's going to be at the bottom for a long time. I could see them trading some pieces uh, around the trade deadline. Um, maybe a Clarkson could go somewhere, but they're they're not going to be a good team this year. Um, then number 25, 29, Sorry, I have the Wizards sitting at one and five. It's about what you expected. It's sort of a clown show a little bit from, from Kuzma and Poole. Um, they're having fun out there for sure, but it's not a great team. Lots of people expected Poole to take a step to, to be a leader for them. He's too young. He's too young to be that, that leader you need on the court, and he's, people expected him to sort of be all-star level almost, and he's not there yet. He's just not. I can see it in the future, but he's not there yet. Um, and he's... Poole and Kuzma are their, are their best players this year, and that's not a winning formula. So they're at 29. 
And then at 30, I have the biggest shit show in sports. It's the Charlotte Hornets. Um, currently, they're sitting at 2-4. and four. Their two wins are also against bad teams, though, so doesn't really move me. Uh, four losses, three of them, Pistons, Nets, Rockets. Also bottom 10 teams in this league. So not much you can say about the Hornets. They're just bad. Um, yeah, title contender tiers I have. Um, tier 1, Nuggets, Celtics, Bucks, Suns. That's my Tier 1. If you want to do sort of sub-tiers, I would put Nuggets and Celtics a little bit above the Bucks and the Suns. Um, but Tier 1 is Nuggets, Celtics, Bucks, Suns. Tier 2, Warriors and Lakers, or I think are sort of above those other teams, sort of in a Tier 2 by themselves, those two. Um, and then Tier 3, I have 76ers, Clippers, Mavs, Cavs. And I know the Thunder I have above the Cavs, but I could see the Cavs as sort of a sneaky contender, and I don't see that from the Thunder. I think the Thunder may go further than the Cavs in the playoffs. That's why I have them above them. But I could also see the Cavs making some sort of magic run, ending up there. Um, but 76ers, Clippers, Mavs, Cavs are my, my sneakers to, to make the finals, maybe even win a chip, who knows. Um, and then I have my could make a run in the playoffs, win a round, maybe two rounds, is the Thunder, Timberwolves, Pelicans. Um, it's where they stand. My, my lower, lower playoffs, don't really expect them to win around, but if they do, I wouldn't be too, too surprised. Um, Heat, Knicks, uh, and Kings. Kings and Hawks, sorry. Um, I think they're all about, about on the same wavelength. They all um, could win around, whatever. Um, Heat, Grizzlies are my two outliers. Those are my two outliers for this year. Who knows where they end up? Who knows how far they go in the playoffs? Who knows how well they do? They're sort of mysteries this year so far. And then my, my bottom tier playoff play-in teams, uh, Raptors, Spurs, Magic Pacers, Bulls Nets maybe, um, could all potentially make a play-in spot. And then my teams that I don't expect to make the playoffs at all, and I'd be really surprised if they actually do. Um, I'd be surprised if they do make the playoffs. And if they were to win around in the playoffs, I would be completely shocked. Um, Rockets, Pistons, Blazers, Jazz, Wizards, Hornets, bottom 16s in the league, aren't expecting them to be good. Um, anyway, that'll do it for me and my power rankings. You can find me on Twitter at Jonda underscore juice. Um, the Twitter for, for the Beerly Hoops is at Beerly Hoops. Um, and that'll do it for me at Beerly Hoops. Thank you for coming along and thank you for joining me.